Hi guys, this is Twana and this is The Darker Side of Mental Health. Um, this is a podcast about mental health issues as they relate to popular culture and everyday living. Of course, my living with a mental, dis- mental disorders and um, how I bring them all together. <laughs> I think I said that wrong, but anyway. So today, I wanted um, the topic I want to talk about is m- me being back on med- medication. If you guys have been paying attention to my previous podcast, you know that I've been off medication since 2019 and I decided to go back on medication because I started spiraling and it was getting out of control. And um, so I increased, I, I started, they put me on Lexapro. I'm no longer on that Zoloft. They put me on Lexapro five milligrams to start and I just increased it to 10 milligrams right now. I don't know how to even describe what I'm going through right now. Do I see a difference? Kind of, sort of. I think that I'm more emotional. Um, I don't know. I I don't want to say that it's not working because I know you have to give it time to work, to kick in and whatever. But I just increased it to the 10. And at first, at first, I was in a state of happy bliss, right? Now it's like I'm in this state of just blah, right? So I'm, I only increased, I just increased the medication this past week um, is Sunday. And um, we'll, I'll just keep you guys abreast to what's going on. I am on the gabapentin um, for the anxiety, the insomnia and the um, pain that I'm, um, that I'm getting because they think that my severe anxiety is affecting me overall. And, um, I don't know. I'm just, I like it. Um, I like the fact that I'm able to sleep. I like the fact that I don't have pain. I don't like the fact that I am walking around and I'm tired all the time and I want to go to bed and I can't really do anything else, but they're telling me that that will kind of, once I get used to the medicine that, um, the gabapentin I'm talking about that, that would like fizzle out and I could live every day. I've been, obsessively weighing myself every day and have not as of so far seen no any type of weight change actually I take that back I have because I haven't had an appetite I haven't really been eating much um I've been drinking a lot of water because my mouth is really dry with the Lexapro but I haven't really had an appetite so I'm kind of I kind of eat a little here a little there as much as I could tolerate and my weight Honestly, I'm losing weight slowly. Um, I went from two, 207 and to now 204. And I don't know. So that is, I, 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 for me, because the weight thing was like weighing on me. I think that is, for me, that's a thing. That's a positive for me. It'll keep me, to t- I will continue to take it. Because the, the weight gain is something that, was really from the Zoloft was really what made me honestly want to get off of it altogether. So right now, as of right now, in the early stages of this of Lexapro, I'm, it, I, I, I'll say I'm still, I'm kind of teetering on the fence. As far as a gabapentin, I love the gabapentin because of the pain. Um, it takes away the pain and um, it takes away the pain helps me sleep. I, I just need to wish that I wasn't so tired with it. 
but like I said, I'll keep you guys updated on everything that I'm going through when it comes to these two medications. Another thing that I want to touch base on is I've been doing a lot of like just looking at what I eat, looking at what I drink. I drink coffee. You guys know if you've been following me that coffee is like my life. You know, I am beginning to cut back on the coffee because the coffee has increased, has made me a little anxious, even with the medication. And that's a side effect. So what I'm doing is, and you guys know, if you've been following my podcast, you know that I've been drinking tea, this, that, and the other. So I'm starting to now drink more tea because it doesn't give me the same effect as coffee. And honestly, the taste of coffee, I drink, I used to drink like seven, eight, nine cups of coffee. Now it's like I could barely get through one cup um, because I just don't have the taste for it. So I'll keep you guys up to date with that. Um, I hope you guys listened to my podcast. It was a brief podcast about my mention about my pelvic floor dysfunction or hypertonic pelvic floor tight pelvic floor. And it, it may seem like out of there, but everything that anxiety affects you in so many ways. And OCD, like I told everybody else, and this is my own opinion, OCD is a fancy term to say you have very bad anxiety and you're fearful and worried about things all the time. And it has affected me in my physical body and I didn't know it. And that is something that I am coming to grips with and trying to deal with because I do not want to be uh, just give up and say, okay, I got this disorder. I got this mental disorder. I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to stay there. I am fighting this stuff out and I'm, um, I'm going to let you guys know how my journey is, is being, but pelvic floor dysfunction is a cause that I'm taking upon myself to bring more awareness to because don't nobody talk about it. And it is a real issue to the fact that it can make you debilitated because I mean, I have severe pains in my lower back from it, severe pains, severe that I can't even walk, can't even lay on my back, can't even do this. And it's hard for me to get comfortable. And I think more people need to put their eyes on it. Just like mental health disorders, pelvic floor dysfunction, people need to pay more attention to that. I don't know why people don't talk about it, but I don't know, understand why people don't really talk about uh, mental disorders either. Because in my case, it goes hand to hand. So that's my spiel for today. Um, stay tuned for my next podcast and um, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.